from tragedy, a glimmer of hope. This is the world. I'm Marco Werman. It's Friday, February 13th. Dia Barakat was one of three Muslim students gunned down in North Carolina earlier this week. Now donations are pouring into his project to help Syrian refugees. You know, when you think, wow, $300,000 or half a million dollars, it's going to go a long way to getting that to the refugees. That's unbelievable. And, you know, that was his legacy. That's what he wanted. Also, the online political debate in Nigeria, that is not what it appears to be. People on Twitter, people on Facebook, people on uh, commenting beneath news articles are people that are paid. They are all sitting in a basement, paid to just go and make those comments. And growing up Muslim in America. You want the prettiest girl in the school to ask you out on a date, and you want the cool guys named Travis and Chet to include you on the football team. Support for PRI's The World comes from TIAA CREF, a financial services company helping to create financial outcomes that matter. Learn more at TIAA.org. I'm Marco Werman, and this is The World. I spent much of my childhood in Chapel Hill, North Carolina, so the news from there this week was especially shocking. But you don't have to come from there to feel the loss of the three students who were killed by a neighbor. The FBI says it's looking into the deaths of Yusor Abusala, her sister Razan Abusala, and Yusor's husband Dea Barakat. And Muslim groups are planning to press federal authorities for a hate crime investigation. They're holding Friday prayers in front of the White House today. We reached out to someone who knew one of the students, Dia Barakat. Aladin Attar is a dentist with the Syrian American Medical Society. Uh, you and Dia had been working pretty closely, Aladin. So first of all, let me offer you my condolences. It's terrible news. Thank you very much. Can you tell us a bit about how you knew Dia Barakat, how you met? Sure. Uh, basically, I met Dia through a mutual friend. We have a mutual friend of ours who is also a dentist, and he connected us. So basically, Dia contacted me. He was talking to me about his experiences and how he wanted to go to Turkey into the southern border and do a mission trip. The reason he contacted me was because he had heard I had, pre- I had previous experience going into that region. I, I had gone on two previous trips to the southern border of Turkey in the last three years. I, I was very flattered. He invited me to join his trip, and not, not only to join the trip, to lead his trip and lead the team. So I was actually flattered and, you know, to be honest, overjoyed and I was happy because I, yeah, I, I love, I like that stuff. So mm. I know Dia's family is uh, from Syria. Can you tell me more about this mission that he was trying to organize and that you, you worked with him on? We were talking about a big team of about 20 of us going to a, a specific site on the southern border of Turkey. Uh, the town is called Rihaniye. Uh, there, there's an orphanage there. So he wanted to work in that orphanage, and he, you know he would he would ask my advice on his donation page. What do you think of this? And he made T-shirts up. I mean, I even have on my phone right now a picture of the, the T-shirt he just sent me on Saturday. Hey, what do you think of these mm. T-shirts we're we're going to design? So I talked to him on Saturday. I can't believe wow. it. When we first started everything, he had raised around. I mean, I was with him from ground one. He had raised nothing at one point. So then, last I heard, you know, from Saturday, we we had around fourteen, fifteen thousand dollars, and now it's. It's going to be upwards of $300,000 or something like that. That's happened since, uh, since the tragedy earlier this week. Right, right. Yeah. No, not now. So we started at $15,000 in donations for the, for the mission trip, and now there's over $300,000. Well, what did he tell you about his view of the war in Syria and, and the, the uprising that led to the, this tragedy that is this war and the massive flight of refugees he wanted to help? 
he wanted to stay out of it really politically. I mean, really, we're coming from the humanitarian perspective. Um, when we know there's over 200,000 you know, dead, over 9 million refugees. So this is such a tragedy. Um, you're really coming from a humanitarian perspective. Our, our goal really is to try and just leave no child behind and help as many of these children and adults as well, too, because these people are, are desperate. I mean, his views were pretty much very similar to mine. We, we want to stop the killing as quickly as possible. And, you know, since we, we're not political players, we can help in, in terms of other ways. How can we help? We, can, we go on social media. We try and, you know, advocate for the rights of these people. We try and, and just bring light to the situation and explain to the world what's, you know, how the tragedy is unfolding and what's happening. And then more so than that, bringing equipment, bringing medicine, even bringing antibiotics, bringing whatever we can into the area, distributing it to the refugee camps. Is there any comfort in knowing that mm, perhaps some good can come out of what really seems like a senseless loss of life? That's a you know, really tough question.